Hi, this is Edison from Rhapsody, a part of the Hopewell Valley Student Podcasting Network. Every podcast in the network is written, recorded, and edited by Hopewell Valley students. The views and opinions expressed in these shows are the opinions of the host and may not represent the opinion of HVRSD. For more student-generated digital content, go to the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network at www.hvspn.com. Today's episode is a composer's corner, where we'll be discussing my song, Former Happiness, and how different music theory concepts create depth towards the moods and themes of the piece. Now on to the show. The first thing I would like to discuss about my piece, Former Happiness, is how key signature is used and what that does to the mood of the piece. First, some context. There are six separate movements, you could call them, within my song. The first one is in B-flat major. It's like a rock show, it's energetic and happy, and it's a joy to listen to, in my opinion. It's just high energy. The next part is the first interlude, and it uses the chromatic scale with a quote-unquote tonic around B-flat, and has more minor intervals than major. It's meant to represent a confusion or a haze, a bit of a spiral downwards of mental health. The two middle sections are both in B-flat natural minor, and this is the, the bottom of the spiral, essentially. It's rock bottom, we're trying to figure out where we are. We're traumatized, we're in pain, we're trying to not be in pain, but it's hard to get out of it. Then there is one more interlude section, which is, once again, in chromatic, with a tonic, quote-unquote, around B-flat, but this time your intervals are more major than they are minor. It's meant to represent climbing back towards grace and peace. Finally, there's the last section, once again in B-flat major, but not as high energy as the first. Something important of note is that in the first minor part, there's an instrument, the flute, which acts as if it is in the parallel major, i.e. B-flat major. Additionally, in both of the interludes, at the very end, before their transitions, they resolve upwards towards tonic. In the first section, it's meant to signify the last time we'll ever see sanity and peace ever again. In the second time, it's meant to represent a return to that peace that we never thought could happen. Secondly, I wanted to discuss dynamics in sections and in individual parts to analyze why they are how they are and what that does to the mood of the piece. The most important is in the first minor key section, I'll call it section three. The two natural instruments are the quietest, the glockenspiel and the flute. All the other instruments in the section being two different types of synthetic percussion, an octave layering of bass synth, and your main synth line are all electronic. That is not to say that I recorded the flute and the glockenspiel manually, but they are the only instruments that were that can be crafted in the real world. It's important that they are the quietest because the link to the world that we live in is being gotten rid of. 
Another example of changing dynamics is at the very beginning and end of the song, there is a clip of my breathing corrupted to sound like demonic wind, so to speak. At the beginning, it is very faint, but it is there. At the very end, it's apparent and it is impossible to miss. It's representative of how mental health is always something within us if we don't know it or if we do, and how we learn to live with it. Additionally, I tried to follow the tenet of a piece never starting or ending with the same energy, which is to say that if it starts quiet, it ends loud, or if it starts loud, it ends quiet. This is only broken in a few small sections. Specifically in the minor key segments, they're all relatively chaotic and loud, but they start and end with a singular instrument. The first one starts with a glockenspiel, the last one ends with the synth echoing and reverberating out. Additionally, both transition sections are relatively quiet and calm. It's just a matter of how many instruments there are and how layered they are. The first section starts chaotic and ends quiet as it introduces all the instruments at this exact same time, the very start of the song. And the final section starts with an electric piano, quite quiet and relaxing, and it brings in all other six or seven tracks right when it resolves to tonic. The final section then ends with the clarinet, the synth, and my breathing. Overall, the changing dynamics within my piece represent how it's difficult to be in one mental place at a time because of how fickle life can be when you've gone through trauma. Finally, I wanted to talk about harmony and very specific motifs that appear within my piece. Harmony comes up in my piece as there are certain times when one instrument has multiple tracks, and those different tracks have different parts. I've already explained this, such as with the octave bass split in the first minor key section. This also comes into play twice in the first section, with the electric guitar playing either the chords or individual notes within the chords in the progression of B-flat major, F major, C major, A minor. The synth also does this, but both parts only ever play singular notes. In one plays the pattern B flat F C A, the other one splits off and does a higher harmony in the halfway mark of the section. In the second minor part, part four, the brass is in two separate octaves, doing two separate melodic ideas. The lower part is doing a constant rhythm, and it sets up the chord progression of the section, and the higher brass samples the dies irae, a common motif in classical music signifying death. Finally, in part 7, both the acoustic guitar and the glockenspiel are in layers. The guitar has the exact same functionality as the electric guitar in section 1. The glockenspiel, or as I call it, the glockenspiel choir, <laughs> is three separate glockenspiel parts playing the same rhythm but different notes. Sometimes they are dissonant on purpose, as if to induce discomfort. Another time when dissonance is used is in the second minor part, part four. The main synth line has a lower harmony that is intentionally mimicking the melody, but with a few off notes. 
This creates a sense of being lost in the music and not being able to find your way. Overall, these elements of music theory demonstrate how my piece, Former Happiness, has a mood that changes constantly throughout the piece and has complicated, nuanced theming about mental health and recovery. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow at HV Rhapsody on Twitter and Instagram for all the latest updates on new episodes and links to all our podcasts, vlogs, and blogs.